You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com, and welcome to Blue Jays Fan Friday on its actual supposed-to-be day for the first time in, like, forever. Granted, it is late, late on a Friday night. I literally just finished work because this is when the Dallas-Calgary game ended. 2 nothing shutout. I'm very thankful I sat through all that. So, I'm still in a relatively good mood. At least the Canadian teams won today. Calgary won, Vancouver won, Montreal won, and Colorado won. So, I'm four for four. Islanders, Capitals, whatever. But, um, Blue Jays won, of course. Hopefully they can actually win a series against the Rays. Um, But... The Fan Friday topic was made during a darker time, long, long ago, uh, back when the Blue Jays did not erupt for another six home runs. And it was partially inspired by a tweet that I got from Just Jay at Hyman Hustles. So, obviously... My condolences, Jay. Hyman did not hustle enough, and that is why the Maple Leafs are at home right now. And I did not mention them in my trio of Canadian teams. I was happy they won. But, um... This came in response to uh, me posting the tweet on Wednesday night uh, about Anthony Alford pinch running with two outs for Vladimir Guerrero Jr., And uh, Jay responded, I had high hopes for Montoya. I'm guessing he meant Montoya. Past tense. And I thought about that because it's a criticism that I'm starting to see more and more on Blue Jay's Twitter. That Charlie Montoya is starting to seem out of his depth. And... Granted, there have been no shortage of moves that have left quite a few Blue Jays fans scratching their heads and wondering what the heck is going on. I myself have had a couple of them. Um, for one, that Al- that Alfred move was foolish. Like, I, it's a tie game, but you really have to know your spots and... Getting a runner on first with two out is not conducive to, you know, a starting a successful rally. Especially when Randall Grichuk strikes out on three pitches and doesn't even give Anthony Alfred a chance to move into scoring position. And like he took Vladdy's bat out of the game and it would have been very nice to have that option in the 10th inning that that game eventually went to. But no. So 
the pinch running has been questionable. Starting Joe Panic as DH, also questionable. Although, as I mentioned earlier this week on the podcast, what else was he going to do? Did not have a lot of choices. But my main gripe with Charlie Montoya this season has been the way he's been using his pitching staff. And granted, this is a weird year. You are seeing a lot of piggybacking. You're seeing a lot of guys come in for these three-inning relief stints. Just, you know, trying to get through the season. But... Montayo has had a nasty habit of sticking with guys way too long. He did it uh, in the game against Boston, where he left Thomas Hatch out there for two innings. And after he walked Xander Bogarts, you would think, all right, bring in Anthony Bass. You know, let him close it out. But no, he stuck with Hatch, and he promptly gave up a home run to Mitch Moreland that ended the game. On Tuesday, Anthony Bass was in the game, and he struggled. He struggled hard. And I'm like, okay, why isn't AJ Cole up? Why isn't uh, why isn't Shin Yamaguchi up? Why isn't someone up? Because Bass is struggling. He can't find a strike zone. And sure enough, once he did find a strike zone, Francisco Cervelli parked that ball over the left field wall. And it was a tie game. Granted, the Blue Jays went on to win that one. But still, it it did not need to be as needlessly complicated as that move made it. And then Wednesday, just, I mean, what can you do with Wednesday's pitching? Just all over the freaking place. Nate Pearson didn't have his good stuff working. Yet. Jacob Wagaspak come in and not be alright. The only guy who worked out was Shun Yamaguchi. Which, I mean, that says all you need to say. But that, was, that wasn't that was about the pitching. But still, um, even the Ken Giles outing, when he had to be pulled due to injury, Charlie said, Ken said he was fine. And he went out there and he immediately looked not fine. And... One could argue that it took way too long for Montoyo to get Jose Menestral out there and to get Giles looked at because, again, clearly things were not fine. And, you know, now they are out of closer, although one could argue that they still have a closer because now Jordan Romano's their closer. We'll be talking about that in the later half of this podcast. But, again, it it just begs the question, is this a result of the roster that Charlie Montoyo has to work with? Or is Charlie so much of a player's manager that he's trusting his guys to the point of hindrance? Because, I mean, say what you will like about John Gibbons. John Gibbons is definitely a player's manager, but he also knew how to protect guys and and get them out of there when it was clear... They didn't have what was working on a particular day. And, you know, I I learned when I was managing the Blue Jays that I have some similar tendencies to Charlie Montoyo. I will stick rigidly with my closer in hopes to get them the save that, 
you know, they want to rack up in order to hit free agency with a big number. Um, I stuck stubbornly with starters way past when they should probably get in there. Hyunjin Ryu had one start where he gave up 14 hits and 9 runs. And they still almost won that game. But there's a difference between doing it in a video game and doing it in real life. In real life, you, you know, can actually ask the person. You can actually get a feel. You can look at them instead of just looking at ones and zeros on a screen. So again, that starts to beg the question, is Charlie Montoya the right manager for this team that, you know, is looking to be respectable this year, but after this is going to be, you know, having those higher aspirations of playoff berths and division championships and pennant flags. Is Charlie Montoya the guy who can get people there? And that's why I asked the question I did earlier. So we're going to go over your responses and I'm going to have some more thoughts on ultimately where I stand with Charlie Montoyo. And, you know, we can hopefully come to a decision without the home run tinted glasses that we got tonight because they they don't help. They they can only hinder. Luckily, if you're hindered by any kind of pain and you need support to help you with it, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic, whether you're an athlete, your stay-at-home parent, or you're just sitting around all day and it's uncomfortable because your chair is terrible because you fished it out of the triangle in your apartment building and you know it's not great for lumbar support, but it was free, so what do you care? CBDMD can help. They have CBD Freeze with Menthol, which is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. And then CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and Vitamin B6 to give you the support where you need it. And to make it easier to try this duo... And everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all our listeners 25% off their next order when they use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. So once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we got a couple of responses from the fans on this subject. And I have a feeling that a lot of people don't really want to go at Charlie just yet. Just because um, there are some reasons. And I know I've I've seen the conversations in regards to the pitching choices and, and the lineup choices and, and what's going on there. So... And I, I will uh, offer the disclaimer, this, these did come in before tonight's game, so maybe people are feeling a little differently now. But anyway, uh, Siobhan McClelland, at Siobhan McClell, uh, said, You know when someone's really nice and you don't want to say anything bad about them? 
but they may not be the best at their job. So you say they have a great personality? Charlie's got a great personality. And that that may be the crux of the issue, Siobhan. Charlie is a really nice guy. The Blue Jays tend to find really nice guys. Well, you know, when they're not John Farrell and they're not bolting back to the Boston side. But whatever, that is what it is. Um, he's a very likable guy from all accounts. And I've heard firsthand accounts of Charlie Montoyo. He is just a positive force to be around. It's why he was so popular in the Tampa Bay system. It's why he got this job. He's a guy who's supposed to be able to nurture young talent and hopefully get the best out of them. Durham was a very consistently good team at AAA. But managing at the major league level, much like bringing MLB bats into a AAA ballpark, say... You can say what you will about Salem Field. It's a triple-A ballpark. Sorry. It's doing a good job as an MLB park, and it's doing a great job of helping the Blue Jays, but still a triple-A park. Anyway, it's tough to translate that at the highest level, and we've seen countless guys go through the organization who have all the success at triple-A, and then they get to major league level pitchers or major league level batters and they just can't put it together. Do I need to bring up Socrates Burrito? Because I did. And yeah. I, I don't want to have to bring up that name but he proves my point very well. Triple A hitter of the year. Couldn't do a dang thing at MLB level. So, you know, maybe maybe that's it, but um, Warren McCauley at Warren McCauley offers a good counterpoint. Um, he says there have been some questionable decisions so far, but he will say this in defense of Charlie. Fans seem to have way more patience for players developing in just their second year at the MLB level, as opposed to managers. Montoyo's extensive experience coaching and managing got him the job. He's still learning, though. And that is exactly it. I mean, Montoyo wasn't picked to be a guy to instantly charge a team and and get victories. That's what Philadelphia did by hiring Joe Girardi. That's what San Francisco did by hiring Gabe Kapler. It's what the Angels did when they hired Joe Madden. None of those teams have winning records. And all those teams are disappointed. Blue Jays aren't as disappointed because I think at the very least this week restored some faith that the bats aren't totally broken. That there is some life in them. That this is still a very young team as the play in the field has affirmed. Still young, still learning. And... Charlie is growing right with them. And I think a lot of the players get that. And a lot of the players still see that. And one of the one of the big things I take notice of when it comes to managers is, are the players still willing to fight for this manager to try and get a win? Blue Jays were down 8 nothing in that Wednesday game. Very easily. Like, like if you grew up in the mid-2000s, 
watching the Blue Jays. They go up 8 nothing. You're just like, all right, jam done. Enjoy. Heck, all the way up to 2015. Like, any nil lead wasn't even safe with the Blue Jays because they'd give up nine runs to the Athletics and all of a sudden be down again. And then Ted Lilly would be fighting John Gibbons in the dugout and it'd be an old brouhaha. But this team fought for Charlie. Even when Miami tacked on more runs and made 11-4, they still fought and they still tied the game. They're still willing to do that. They're still willing to fight to get back to level pegging. And then pitching happens and the Blue Jays end up losing anyway. But the fight is still there. That's when I'll be really worried about Charlie Montoya's job. When they stop fighting. When they roll over and take losses like they dished out tonight. 12-4 losses. When they take 9-1 losses, 7-1 losses without really putting up any kind of pushback. That's when I'll be calling for a thorough review of Charlie Montoya's job position. Until then... I'm willing to grow with him. I'm willing to watch him learn. I'm willing to hope that he develops the tools he needs to be a successful MLB manager. My God, you gotta be able to take those pictures out beforehand. I don't care if you said they could have the whole inning. If you start walking, guys, and you put two runners on without giving up a hit, that's a sign you gotta find a strike zone in a hurry or get someone up who will so there are my thoughts on the matter I want to thank Jay Warren and Siobhan for contributing their thoughts as well if you want to contribute to a future Fan Friday edition make sure you're following me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews the underscores are in there because Twitter is dumb you can subscribe to the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. I finally updated the bio, so it actually says 2020 instead of 2019. I've been very lazy about that, but I did fix it, so it is up to date. So enjoy that. If, you, if you're the kind of person who reads Twitter bios, there you go. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Blue Jays so you don't miss an episode. Even these late, late Friday night ones that still count as a Friday night, dang it. Still 1047 in Vancouver. So it is still Friday night where there are Blue Jays fans. So... Keep that in mind. We'll be talking at you tomorrow, probably to preview the weekend series of games. We'll see if anything else comes up. But until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at JaceRunacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.